This class is in memory of Jared Olchem, and today we're going to learn from the book of and the book of Psalms. First, we'll give a little overview about the book of Psalms. When was the prayer book put together? During the second temple. The beginning of the prayer book was the second temple. The beginning of the second temple was the people of the great assembly. And they made to get put together the, the Amida, right? That's how it started. Amida was small prayer. And over the years, the prayer book got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. What Jews did before they had the prayer book? How they pray to God? Let's say Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur, Jews came to the temple. They were standing there outside and waiting and to see that the Kohen Gadol is doing this and then they heard news what's going on inside and the Kohen, they waited until the, the red turned the red turn white and it was exciting. But the Jew is living in Tzfat. Yom Kippur, he has to fast all day, right? What is he doing? He reads from the Torah, the Torah reading, shine, takes him a half hour. Now what? From the Psalms. Oh, the Psalms was the original prayer book. The book of Psalms was the original prayer book. Really, if you look in the prayer book, in the notes, in the bottom, most of the prayer book is from the book of Psalms. This is the original prayer book. Before prayer book was came to, to the world, that was it. Then Jews can always say, it's always saying Psalms. Before it was a original organized prayer book. That's what they prayed. Now, there are many prayer, many prayer, many chapters in the prayer books who are describing certain situations in a person's life. There is a prayer, a chapter in the book of Psalms, number um, number uh, seventy-eight, who describes the old story of of the Exodus from Egypt, and number um, one hundred and six, I think. And then there is a chapter who describes, it talks about waking up in the morning. There is a chapter who talks about going to sleep. There is different chapters who speak about different things. Then the, or there is a chapter about confessing for your sins, who is, more, who is more related to Yom Kippur. There is almost a chapter, you can find chap in the book of Psalms, chapters who are relating to every situation. Is there any type of organizational structure to the Psalms? Organization structure by King David. Mm -hmm. um, kind of. In the beginning, it's more he himself. Now, the book of Psalms, according to the Talmud, is a collection compiled of, of prayers from ten great people. Abraham, Moses, Asaf, uh, Yedusun, the sons of Korah, all together. But the majority was written and said by King David for different occasions. Now, King David had a very hard life. And because he had a very hard life, his Psalms, a Psalms can connect to, every, every Jew can connect to the Book of Psalms. You don't have to be a genius. You, you don't, because if, you, if, you, if you're in a good mood, you want to thank God, King David has chapters that thank God. If you're in a stressful situation, King David was in many stressful situations and he never lost his faith in God and he's praying to God. People can find everything in the book of Psalms. That's why the book of Psalms became so endeared to the Jewish people. And according to the Hasidic teachings, 
to recite the book of Psalms is something that opens the gates of heaven anytime. There is nothing more powerful than reciting Psalms. In the good old days, Jews, we used to see drive an, uh, an awesome bug in a wagon, right? Awesome buggy. They couldn't listen to the radio, right? What they did during the, during the, the traveling? They knew Psalms by heart, and they used to recite and recite and recite Psalms by heart. Jews from all walks of life knew many, many chapters from the book of Psalms by heart. And even non-Jews embraced it because it's such a powerful prayer book. And that was the original one. There is even, according to Medesh, there is the Shira Ma'alot. There are certain chapters that were said, or at least somehow said by, by, by Jacob, Jacob's of our forefather, the 15 Shira Ma'alot. That's what he used to say. There is, and, and there is many stories and many connections to many about the book of Psalms. We'll open page, the first chapter, and we'll go little by little. We'll see what we can make of it. The book of Psalms is 150 chapters, divided like the divided to the five books of the five books of Moses. It's parallel to the five books of Moses. There is five books in the book of Psalms. The 150 chapters are divided into five books. Sefer Ishon, the first book, the second book, the third book, the fourth book, the fifth book. And it's written that King David, the Medrash says, started with a word that we're, we're kind of, we're, Moses left off, King David began. Moses finished with the word, Ashrecha Israel. Praise the you Israel almost like in the last lines from the book of uh, Deuteronomy. King David started the word, Ashrei Aish, fortunate is the man. King David picked up with Moses left off. To appoint King David is a continuation of Moses. That's how we look on the, on the book of Psalms, as powerful as this. Is that why the Ashrei prayer is, starts with Ashrei? That That's why Ashrei is so favored, because it's the same word. Even Ashrei is by the end of the book of Psalms. Yeah. But you're right. Moses represents Torah. King David represents prayers. Torah is given from God to us. Prayers is from us to God. That King David and, and Moses are the two opposites if you want, there is Abraham, Moses, and King David. Abraham represents kindness, chesed. The, to the world stands on three pillars. Torah, Avodah, and Gimelut Chesedim. Studying of the Torah, prayers, and good, deed, good deeds. Abraham is good deeds, chesed. Abraham was known as we learn now in the parashas. Abraham was the epitome of kindness. Helping everyone, caring for everyone. Sharing, welcoming guests, Arabs, you didn't know from anyone, begged them to come to his house, everybody. Moses represents Torah, he brought down the Torah to the Jewish people, and King David gave us the book of Psalms, gave us the gift of prayer. Until King David, a person didn't have the words to express himself in praying. Yeah, there is short prayers in the Bible. Moses prayed, Jacob prayed, right? Jacob prayed, Katonti, pray to God, he should save him from Esau. Moses prayed to to, to, cure, to cure his sister, uh, um, uh, Miriam. There is other in between, a little prayers here, a line here, a line there. But prayers was, it was mainly a book of laws. Stories how to live our life. The gift of prayer gave us King David. 
There is a story about the, the Alter Rebbe, the first Chabad Rebbe. He said he was he turned 18 years old. He had a dilemma. At that time, there were two, two centers, or great centers of, of Judaism in, in, in Russia. That was Vilna, with the Vilna Gaon was, a great scholar in Torah. And there was in Mezrich, where the Magid of Mezrich, the, the, the Hasidic Rebbe, was the disciple of the Baal Shem Tov, who was the founder of the Hasidic movement. And he had a dilemma, should he go to Vilna, or should he go to Mezrich? That he said to himself, Learning I know already a little bit, but davening I need to learn, I need to learn how to pray, that he went to message. That the Jew must have the two sides in them. It's the give and take. It's what the, take, what the Torah comes from heaven to us, and what the prayer comes from, God, from us to heaven. Every Shabbat, we have the combination. We pray and we read Torah. That's a conversation with God. What we tell God and what God tells us. Reading the Torah is what God tells us. Prayers is what we tell God. That's what the book of Psalms is. The book of Psalms is a part of the Bible. That's the prayer within the Torah, so to speak. You understand what I'm saying? But that's the prayer side of the Torah. Then, we will not read every line, obviously, because it will take forever. But it starts with, uh, the book of Psalms starts with, uh, with uh, uh, fortunate is the man who walks in, who, who, who is, let's maybe read the first paragraph. Before you do that, I see that it says Sunday on top of here. The book of Psalm is also divided, not only to five books of, or like five books of Moses. It's divided to seven days of the week. Less, divided seven days of the week. Not only this, it's divided to 30 days of the month. Some people will say, every day of the week one um, apart, in every week they'll finish the book of Psalms. Others will say Chabad custom is to divide it into 30 days. And you see on the side day one, on the side here, a small day one. Day one is until page 15, you'll see day two. And, and page 21 is day three, and so on and on. 30 days. Then every, uh, the custom in Chabad is to read it. Every day, like it's, if it's 150 chapters, divide it into 30 days. How much is it? Five, around. Sometimes more, sometimes less. Depends on the size. But that's what. But you finish it in one month. We have also a custom to recite the whole book of Psalms in the Shabbos before Rosh Chodesh, before the beginning of the new month. It's Shabbos and It's called Shabbos and The Shabbos that we bless the new month. That the custom is before before the service. We have to finish the whole book of Psalms. Does everybody? Uh, how long does it take? Two. To me, two hours. Some people do it for an hour, in an hour and a half. Okay. It takes a long time. By the end of it, you're really tired. <laughs> I was also going to say, it says it says Sunday. Is that also like the first day of creation or not any relation there? Or just the first no, day? No, the first day of the week. First day of the week. Okay. Yeah. Now, as we will d dwell into it, we'll see how much strength we can, we can, we can draw from the book of Psalms. In the beginning, I thought to speak, make, give only one class about that, but maybe we will do more than that. We'll see how it goes. I think there is much richness than, than, than I thought in the beginning, I mean, that I was planning to do. Read it. Fortune is the man that has not walked in the counsel of the wicked, nor stood in the path of the sinners, or sat in the company of scoffers. Rather, his desire is in the Torah of the Lord, and in his Torah he meditates day and night. Let's stop right here. 
In the beginning it's called the Torah of the Lord, Torah Hashem, and later it's called Torah To. Right? Where is it? His Torah. His Torah. Where is it? Right uh, number, it's two. number two, right? Two. Rather, his desire is in the Torah of the Lord, and in his Torah, he meditates. That when you start to learn Torah, it's the Torah of, the Lord, of Hashem. <coughs> when you, you learn it, it becomes your Torah. You own it. You walk on it. You learn it. It becomes a part of you. It becomes your Torah. And that's an amazing gift that God gives us, that the Torah of, of Hashem becomes our Torah. After we, walk, after we learn it and after we, we, we slave on it. That's, that's, that's the idea. And he says you, you, will, you will learn Torah day and night. Because a Jew has to learn Torah day and night. Now we have to go to work. What should we do? If we have to learn Torah day and night, how are we going to do this? Therefore we have the Shema. We say the Shema in the morning. Shema is, learned, is, a book, is from the book, of, is from the book of, from the five books of Moses, from the Bible. Reading the Shema is fulfilling the myths of learning Torah day and night. That's what it's all about. Continue. He shall be like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season and whose leaf does not wither. And all that he does shall prosper. Not so the wicked, rather they are like the chaff that the wind drives away. Therefore the wicked will not endure in judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord minds the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. Okay, then we know what will happen to the wicked now. <laughs> Again, it seems yeah. like there are two extremes, though. There's the righteous or the wicked, but I would say... No, in the middle? Yeah, where's the middle there? For this you have to be a chassid. <laughs> really, until the book of the Tanya came around, people had a problem. Where am I in this business? But the Alter Rebbe explained that as long as you are in the right direction, the path of the righteous, you don't have to be righteous. You have to go on this path, in this direction. You know the difference between somebody who gets lost, then he makes a U-turn. That's the beginning of the right direction. Though he's not, he's not yet in his destination, what is in the beginning, what is in the right direction. That's what it's all about. It's not about being righteous, it's about going in the righteous path. Can we look at at least the biblical text just simply talking in the extremes? I mean, if you're just going to simply talk pol in polar opposites? Yeah, it's in general, even in all the prophets, you see, they are talking a very extreme way. Because the prophet were here to shake us up. Not to say, oh, everybody's so nice, you're so cute, I love you. Don't need the prophet for this. The prophet is here to wake up the people. Therefore, the prophets are very harsh. More than Moses, even. Moses is also not so nice and dandy always. But the prophets are even harsher, you're right. Let's continue. You want to read chapter 2? Why do nations gather and people speak futility? The kings of the earth rise up, and rulers conspire together against the Lord and against his anointed. Well, I guess who is his anointed? Uh, David here. David and the Jewish people. Mm -hmm. Basically, why are, the, why, why are the nations of the world Getting, gathering together and speaking against the, against the Jewish people. What do you want from us? Go ahead. Uh, let, uh, let us sever their cords and cast their ropes from upon us. He who, who sits in heaven laughs. My master mocks them. He who sits in heaven laughs. We all get worried. We read the news. Oh, yo, 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 this guy said this and the other guy said this. God is not afraid of all of this. God laughs at it. Nothing to be impressed. 
the future of the Jewish people, the destiny of the Jewish people is not shaped by what the nations of the world say. It's shaped by our relationship with God. Therefore, God says, why are you so worried about it? Nothing to be worried about what the world says. This is laughable. Yoshev Bashamay Mishak, the one who sits and never makes fun of it, is laughing from it because they don't decide the future of the Jewish people. Continue. Then he speaks to them in his anger and terrifies them in his wrath. It is I who have anointed my king upon Zion, my holy mountain. I am obligated to declare, the Lord said to me, You are my son. I have this day begotten you. Today I begat you. I gave you birth to you. That's like your birthday today. There is one of the points that you're talking about a birthday. According to the Medesh, King David said that when he was bar mitzvah. This prayer. Question about this uh, again. Many levels of the anointed here. I mean, we've got uh, you know, King David at one level. Uh, uh, there's a messianic king. That's interpreted as well. To be begotten, though, is not a supernatural thing. It's a metaphorical no. thing. Begotten. I don't know what this pain means in English. And yeah, young means, oh, God gave you gave me birth. It doesn't mean that God God literally gave him birth. That he was born. That God gave him birth. God gave him life. You can tell, you know, Christians really take off oh, on this you, line. From this, right? no, I didn't realize that. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's really? where they're getting supernatural birth. And ah, no, 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 no. It uh, means that he was speaking <laughs> on his birthday. Mm -hmm. Just his regular birthday. To be born to a mother and father, that's the achievement. That's the goal. God doesn't want angels on earth. God wants people who are born to mothers and fathers who can achieve spirituality. Talking about angels, then there's no achievement there. Somebody was not born to a regular human being. Then what's the greatness that he achieved great goal? You understand what I'm saying? It's when you are, and when you are a regular human being and still achieve the greatness. That's, that's something that you can be a, an example to other people. That's what it is. Why, why uh, in the Psalms do we see so many uh, messianic references at least? And we've got King David in context clearly. But, from King David comes Moshiach. Yeah, but our Midrashim really... <laughs> because from King David comes Moshiach, yeah, exactly. That's why, absolutely. Well, I'm going to... You don't have to answer this, but I just... Mm -hmm. You know, the prayer book in the Amida service, it talks the first part of it about um, God will resurrect the dead, etc. Yes, yes, now yes. That, that was, you're saying, was from the Great Assembly, let's say, mm -hmm, 2,000 mm -hmm, years mm -hmm, ago or whatever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But that's not in the Torah anywhere we talked about. In it. the five books of Moses, it's not. In other parts of the Bible, there is. Oh, oh, yeah, in the, the five Bible. books of Moses, it's right, not. Right, right, okay, gotcha. Okay. okay. Uh, ask of me, and I will make the nations your inheritance, and the ends of the earth your possession. Smash them with the rod of iron. Shatter them like a potter's vessel. Now be wise, you kings. Be disciplined, you rulers of the earth. Serve the Lord with awe, and rejoice with trembling. Yearn for purity, lest he become angry. Look what's God, what the, here he says, serve the Lord with awe, right? If do is Hashem be'iro. You remember another line, Mark? Here he says, serve the Lord with, with awe. Oh, yeah. It, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Serve the, the Lord angels, with talking about the angels? The, no, no, no angels. Yeah, right, so. fear. Here it's written, if there is Hashem be'iro. When we say something the opposite. Serve God with? No. No. 
Set in the prayers. Every day in June. Eve does a show. Oh, oh. You're talking about like the, in, yeah. the, in the meter? With the heart and no, soul. With no. the heart and soul. It's no, no, no. So with joy. With joy! It's also in the book of Psalms. I don't remember which chapter is this. Give me a minute, I'll find it. Can we take a prayer book? Anyone want to read a prayer book? Then what should we do? Should we serve God with joy or with fear? With both. What should be what should be the main thing? We read right after Baruch Shema, we say, Ivdus Hashem Besimcha. Chapter 100. In number two, he says, you serve God with, joy, with, with fear. In number 100, he says, serve God with, with joy. Maybe we have to, page 121. Yeah. Serve the Lord with joy. Serve the Lord with joy. Then what should we do? Come should before him in exaltation. Yeah, then what do we have to do here? Yeah. <laughs> do what it says. It's like everything in Judaism. It's always that you're pulled in two different directions. You're right. But the more important to serve God with joy. Fear of God means more respect of God. If you don't have joy, you're a dead person. Then it's over. That's the number one. Fear of God can come, respect of God can come when you are alive and you're excited. Then we tell you, remember, you have to have also fear. It's not enough to have love of God. But if you don't have a joy, there's nobody to love you. But it's literally a contradiction from the two in the book, the book of Psalms itself, from chapter 2 to chapter 100. That's why Teddy are a great philosopher at two hands. You know, exactly. On the one hand, on the other hand. <laughs> exactly, two hands. This is the end of chapter 2. Hmm. Now we'll begin to read chapter 3. And we'll see something very interesting. You want to read? Huh? A Psalm by David, when he fled from... Absalom, his son. Lord, now how numerous are your oppressors. Many rise up against me. Look what's Many. going on here. In chapter 2, he speaks about the enemies, the world who is against the Jews who want to tear us apart. What is his reaction? God's who cares? He laughed at them. Where begins the problem? Lord, in my own family, Absalom is fighting with me. When there is war, when the, when the Jews are united, the whole world can be against them. It's nothing. Nobody is afraid of it. But when there is fighting within the Jewish people, that's the problem. He's running away from his son of Sholem. Can you imagine what kind of a tragedy this is? But it's reflecting on all of us. Then we should never be worried about the world. We should worry about us. When we are united, the world cannot do anything to us. And then we are eating each other alive. That's what the problem is. Then that gives the cracks for the world to go in. The enemies are looking for a place where there is division between the Jews and then they, 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 stack, they stack the footing. And that's the, the contrast between chapter 2 and chapter 3 is unbelievable. Here is lamenting. Go ahead. Many say of my soul, there is no salvation for him from Hashem ever. But you, Lord, are a shield for me, my glory, the one who raises my head. With my voice, I called to the Lord, and he answered me from his mountain, uh, holy mountain, Slichat. I lie down and sleep. 
I wake for the Lord sustain me. I did not. I pray. lie down and sleep, and I wake. That's to a point. This chapter is before you go to sleep. In the days there was no prayer book, so to speak. They would say chapter three. What does the word Sela mean? Sela means forever. I saw this once in a girl's license plate. Sela, yeah, 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 you're right. He, say, uh, he, say, he said later, in the end of this chapter, he translates the word Sela as forever. What Sela could also mean strong. It's interesting that here he trans doesn't translate it, and later he translates forever. Sela, Netzach, Void, is three expressions forever. Okay. I lie down and sleep. I wait for the Lord to see me. I do not fear the myriad of people that have aligned themselves all around me. Rise, O Lord, deliver me, my God. For you struck all my enemies on the cheek. You smashed the teeth of the wicked. Deliverance is the Lord's. May your blessings be upon your people forever. This is in uh, the Myriff prayers? Not really. Well, the, one, the last line. Yeah, this is in the Mayrif prayer. As I said in the beginning, the old prayer book is from the book of Psalms. Sure. Yes, 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 this is in the Mayrif prayer, you're right. Chapter 4 is basically, speaks about the last line in chapter 4. Um, if you read it, the last line of chapter 4, don't, you don't have to turn the page. In peace and harmony... I will be laid down and sleep. It's again about going to sleep. Now we go to chapter 5, speaks about waking up in the morning. Want to read, please? For the conductor on the Nihalot, a psalm by David. Give ear to my words, O Lord, consider my thoughts. Listen to the voice of my cry, my King and my God, for to you I pray. Lord, hear my voice in the morning. In the morning I set my prayers before you in hope. That's what we know, that in the morning we have to listen, speak to God. And voice, hear my voice in the morning when I pray to you. Continue. For you are not a God who desires wickedness. Evil does not abide with you. The boastful cannot stand before your eyes. You hate all evildoers. You destroy the speakers of falsehood. The, the Lord despises the man of blood and deceit. And I, through your abundant kindness, come into your house. I bow toward your holy sanctuary in awe of you. Number eight is the, is the prayer that we say in the prayer book every morning. That's right after right. Uh, the, um, the when you put on the, the when you, uh, when you, number 12. Yeah, we say it, we, we say it, we, we say it after Matovo Alecha Yaakov, Mishkontecha, right when we, after we start the morning prayer. That's in the second line. Is we say Matovo Alecha Yaakov. That comes from the book of of, of that Moses said. And who said? Who said Matovo? Not Moses actually. Who said it? Bilam. Bilam. And the next line is the quote from the King David. From King David, that I'm with my kindness. I come. I come to your house. To uh, to to. Uh, to my, I bound. I bow down. Exactly. Go ahead. Lead me, O Lord, in your righteousness, because of my watchful enemies. Straighten your path before me. For there is no sincerity in their mouths. Their heart is treacherous. Their throat is an open grave, though their tongue flatters. Find them guilty, O God. Let them fall by their schemes. Banish them for their many sins, for they have rebelled against you. But all who trust in you will rejoice. They will sing joyously forever. 
You will shelter them, and those who love your name will exalt in you. For you, Lord, will bless the righteous one. You will envelop him with favor as with a shield. The next player, go ahead. His enemies are both external and internal, I'm presuming Obviously, here. yes, yes, mm -hmm. yes, yes. I mean, King David had a lot of enemies. <laughs> if anybody says in one of the book of Psalms, he said, one of the chapters, he says, I have as, I have as many enemies as, as the ear in my head. Now, I believe he had a lot of enemies. <laughs> but even if he had very few, it still was a lot of enemies. Number, page 11, chapter 6 is kind um, it's written here. It's important to read sometimes. Do you see the little notes in top? Mm -hmm. um, you want to read it? The little note in top first. This is? This is an inspiring prayer for one who is ill. For one who is ill. Somebody who is <coughs> sick should pray this prayer. Go ahead to pray. To pray that God heal him, body and soul. An ailing person who offers this prayer devoutly and with a broken heart is assured that God will accept his prayer. Then there is a prayer for the sick. Let's read what's written there for the conductor. With instrumental music for the eight-stringed harp, a psalm by David. Lord, do not punish me in your anger, nor chastise me in your wrath. Be gracious to me, O Lord, for I languish away. Heal me, O Lord, for my bones tremble in fear. For any Hashem, cure me. That's for curing. If you realize, it started... The, in Ibu, I don't know how they translate it, for the eight-string harp, right? Mm -hmm. When you open the prayer book in the Amida, there is, a, there is one blessing for Q, right? Mm -hmm. And the weekday Amida. Which number of blessing is it? Must be eight. <laughs> number eight. That's, that's the link. It says for the eight is Alashminis. Because the prayer for the for curing is in, is in the eight the eight the eight prayer the eight blessing in the Amida. Continue. My soul is panic stricken, and you, O Lord, how long before you help? Relent, O Lord, deliver my soul, save me for the sake of your kindness, for there is no remembrance of you in death. Who will praise you in the grave? He said the, the, the human being is talking to God and says, what good is doing from a person who dies? He cannot praise you. He cannot remember you. When you're alive, you can do good. Go ahead. You know, this expression of you can't praise in the grave, there's another expression in Sheol. There, there are no people who yeah, yeah, yeah. The same, Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same idea, yes. There are those who take the This is it. Sheol. Yeah. Maybe it's in. Yeah. Look in the Hebrew side. Okay. Sheol. Sheol. Sheol, yes. If that's true, I mean, we know that at least in terms of uh, the world to come or afterlife, or whatever it happens to be, mm -hmm. there are a lot of concepts about, you know, people do you know, live in God's presence and what have you. This would seem to indicate the opposite of that. That's, you talk, Olama Bais or the Neshama. Mm -hmm. The body, you know, we don't go to a cemetery, we don't, we don't wear tzitzis or film, we don't show the tzitzis. Why? Because the... The people, the dead cannot do mitzvahs, and therefore we don't want insult to insult them, so to speak, out of sensitivity to them. So this is praise through speech, which you can only do while you're exactly. alive. Exactly. Okay. You, you can only do good while you're alive, exactly. It does mean that your soul is not connected to God, but to praise God in this world, to recognize God here, it's only when you're alive. Go ahead. I am weary from sighing. Each night I drench my bed. I melt my couch with my tears. My eye has grown dim from vexation, worn out by all my oppressors. 
Depart from me, all you evildoers, for the Lord has heard the sound of my weeping. The Lord has heard my supplication, the Lord accepts my prayer. All my enemies will be shamed and utterly terrified. They will then repent and be shamed for a moment. Okay, now we'll go to page 13, to number 8. So there is a very important uh, few lines there that would be very useful. Number 8. Sheep and cattle. The, well, first of all, let's read um, one second. Uh, okay, you can, you can start, just start the, the, the text. For the, for the conductor, no, page 13. Oh, for, for the conductor. On the Gittit. A psalm by David. Lord mm -hmm. our Master, how mighty is your name throughout the earth. You who has set your majesty upon the heavens, out of the mouths of babes and sucklings. The Talmud first of all tells a whole story about this line. Talmud tells us when Moses came up to heaven and he wanted to take the Torah, he went up in Mount Sinai. The angels asked God, you know what they quoted from the book of Psalms? Give you, um, set your majesty upon the heavens. Give the Torah to the heavens. Give the Torah to the angels. Then the angels told them, then Moses, Hashem told Moses, you better give them an answer. Moshe said, Moshe Rabbeinu said, I give them an answer, they will burn me. Angels. God told them, hold my throne, and don't be afraid, give them an answer. But Moses told them, what's written in the Torah? I know your father and mother. You have a father and mother. What's written in the Torah? Don't kill, don't steal. Anybody there stealing and killing in heaven? Basically, the old Torah is only useful, is only given for human beings. Yeah, angels can learn Torah, but observing, where is the challenge of the Torah? The challenge of living a life according to the Torah is for human beings. Angels do not have such problems. That what the, what the Medrash is using, that the angels argued, is set your majesty upon the heavens. Give you greatness, your, your wisdom in the heavens, the Torah in the heavens. Then he says in number three. Out of the mouths of, of babes and sucklings you have established might to counter your enemies to silence foe and avenger. This is a very, very important line. <clears throat> Out of the mouths of the babes, of babies, basically, mm -hmm. and suckling means nursing children, right? Mm -hmm. What suckling means in English? Nurse. Nursing. Yeah. Yeah. Yonkim, or lelim means babies, and yonkim means nursing babies. You established might to counter the enemies to silence for, uh, foes and avengers. It's unbelievable. What's the strength of the Jews? To counter enemies, not armies, not tanks, not airplanes. For sure you have to do it through airplanes and tanks. But the strength of the Jewish people to counter all our enemies is taking babies and teaching them Torah. That's the strength of the Jewish people. And that was always the strength of the Jewish people. A community that had Jewish day schools survived. And a community that did not have Jewish day schools didn't survive as a Jewish community. In Russia, in the worst times of the communism, the previous Lubavitcher Rebbe came once, 
he went to Moscow from St. Petersburg and he gave a whole speech based on this line. Said that it's better to throw ourselves in fire than not to teach our children Torah. And because of this speech, he was arrested. A few months later. And this is when, a few months before Yom Kippur War, Yom Kippur War started, broke out in Yom Kippur of 1973. A month before, suddenly it comes orders from the Rebbe to collect all Jewish children in Israel and to take them to the wall to pray. And the Rebbe quoted this line, that the power of Jewish children will defeat the enemies. Israel was at that time, anybody who knows what happened, what led to the Yom Kippur War, after a six-day war, Israel was in a, in, a, in a state of euphoria. We won the war. We conquered the war. Everybody was Israel. They're strong. They're heavens. They're this. They're that. Nobody even dreamed it's going to be a war. Even when it came messages and they heard signs, no, it's nothing, it's nothing, it's nothing. And the Rebbe sends one day, I remember as a child going, I was on a trip, he started being in school, going to Jerusalem, he praying, he coming back. Two weeks later, again, and again, and every time he's quoting this line to, 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 to fight our enemies with babies and because of babies and sucklings, we will fight our, our enemies to counter our enemies in our, in, 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 our, uh, in our force, silent our force. Nobody knew what he wanted. And you know, it's again and again. First of all, it's money and it's a, and it's a headache and people have to stop the walks and the life. And you know, you, you mess up your whole day, your whole year of schedule. People go to school and I go to work. Everything stops. And he said in all over the world, he was driving all his Hasidim, bring, bring children, and then when the war started, he said that I, I had a push to do it and I didn't know why. And he said that because of this, from now on, whenever he has a urge to do something, he will do it. Because he sees that his urges are, are correct. And that was based on this line. And whenever the Jewish, that's why whenever we, there is a war in Israel, we'll lose make a children, a children prayer. Not just adults. Why children? Because the prayer of children, because they do not have any sins, that their prayer go up straight to heaven. They're pure. They're just were born. Their neshomes are just came about. I mean, not, we are here for a long time. We became in so many layers of garbage, you know, so much dust on the souls. Children, this is pure. Their prayers are being answered. You read this in the story of Mordechai and Esther, right? story of Mordechai and the story of the Megillah, the Jewish people, what Mordechai did, who he collected to, to save the Jewish people, 22,000 Jewish children. And that's, according to the Medrash, that's <coughs> what, 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 what break through the, what turned things around. And the children, the Jewish children, not the adults. And therefore, whenever there is somebody sick in a in Jewish community, it's a custom, you go to a day school, you give a donation, and you ask that the children should say a prayer for you, for this and this person. And the children stopped the learning. I when I was a kid, was very often not a bad idea anyway. We need a break a little bit. You know, the teacher is driving us crazy with the Gemara, and it's, uh, he doesn't understand what he's teaching. We don't understand what he's what he wants, <laughs> and it's hard. And it's fine. the late day looks like long, like it's never going to end. You know, I was when you sit in a class in a classroom in a chat, and you break the desk. We're going to say, "Sir, so this and this person, we had no idea who it is. We tell us the name. We pray for him." 
Because prayers of children has very strong powers in Judaism. And, and the Talmud says about that, that one rabbi told the other, these prayers that are stronger than us, he says, my house is nothing. He says, this is a prayer from kids who do not have any sense. That's why that prayer is so powerful, much more than us. And that's, that's all written in this line. And then he says in number five, okay, number four, you know who read, who read this chapter in a modern history? Who read this chapter? Who read this chapter? No. Abraham Somebody Lincoln. very famous. Abraham Lincoln. No. <laughs> Somebody very, very good. Tell him. Neil Armstrong. Neil Armstrong read the whole chapter when he made it to the moon. From there, he read a book of Psalms, chapter from Psalms. That's sanctifying God's name. It he was all watered. He should go to the moon. That the whole world should hear the... It's the only good thing we got out of the moon. What do you got out of the moon? Nothing. There is nothing there. We nothing found there. And still to by today, that's why nobody is ever going to the moon again because there is nothing there. It's a, way, it's a waste of money. This, this, the only good thing that came out on the trip to the moon, that the whole world did them reading the, the, this chapter. Read number four. When I behold your heavens... When I behold your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have set in place. Mm -hmm. What is man that you should remember him, son of man that you should be mindful of him? You see what's going on here? What is man that you should remember him? We say it in the, in the prayers of Rosh Hashanah. Then that that God remembers us is a kindness of God. Because normally he doesn't have to remember us. What is man compared to God? Go ahead. Yet? Yet you have made him but a little less than the angels and crowned him with honor and glory. You made him ruler over your handiwork. You placed everything under his feet, sheep and cattle, all of them, also the beasts of the field, the birds of the sky and the fish of the sea, all that traverse the paths of the seas. Lord our master, how mighty is your name throughout the earth. Then on one end, you say, what is man? And look what you made for, what God made for man. Because really, why should man be mattering to God altogether? God chose that human beings should matter to him. And that's how lucky we are. Question for you about line six. You yeah. have made him but a little less than the Elohim, is the Hebrew. Yes, they translated to Some angels. translations use God, some use angels. Is, is there a preference for angels here? And if so, why? I don't listen, they try to translate it angels. In Ibu, it's more translated, uh, I think it's talking about the Med Rashi or the Talmud says it's talking about uh, Moses, that he was a little less than the ultimate. He reached, he reached like the, the highest that a human being can reach, he reached the 49 levels. I think it's that's Moses. A little less than God, so to speak, not than angels. Or maybe. Also, that he's almost like an angel. Moses was able to, 40 days and 40 nights, not to eat and not to, and not to drink. But here it's talking about creation of, of human beings in general. A little bit lower than whether it's angels or God. Obviously, there's a, there's the idea a gap is, there. The idea is that we are like God, that we have free choice. And we are, that's why we are like God. We are in the, in the image of God. And God made us very close to him, yes. So do angels have free choice based upon no. this? No, no angels don't. Yeah. That's why the better translation probably would be, would be God. We are more than angels. We can grow. We can go higher and higher. Angels. 
Angels are just uh, messengers of God. They cannot choose the job, cannot do whatever they want. <clears throat> we'll skip a few chapters. Um, Quite a few are a little bit uh, not so optimistic, but uh, I just have one thing to mention that yes. uh, question going back to six when it talks about you know melting my melt my tears melt the couch with tears and yes yes yes, was, yes. this is kind of like an um, expression like like poetry a little bit it's He's, poetry but it was real about them <laughs> well you're not melting your couch getting it wet that's what he meant. Mm -hmm. Let's go to number, uh, no, page 19, chapter 15. A Psalm by David. Chapter 15, page 19, chapter 15. Page 19, chapter 15. A Psalm by David. Who may abide in your tent, O Lord, and who may dwell on your holy mountain? He who walks blamelessly, acts justly, and speaks truth in his heart, who has no slander on his tongue, who has done his fellow men no evil and has brought no disgrace upon his relative, in whose eyes a despicable person is abhorrent, but who honors those who are God-fearing, who does not change his oath even if it's to his own detriment, who does not lend money at interest nor accept a bribe against the innocent. That's usually you know when you read it? If you know. To say, oh, this person was so righteous and so good, that's where you read it. Go ahead, continue. Finish. He, he who does these things shall never falter. Mm -hmm. What does it mean to, to be in God's tent or to dwell on his mountain? Dwell in his mountain, it means Arashem means one of the, according to Kabbalah, it means to, to have love of God. Dwell in his mountain, in, in his tent, means to learn Torah. The tent of, the, of Jacob, to be under his uh, tent, that means to learn Torah. But mountain of Hashem, according to Kabbalah, means to have love of Hashem. To go up, to climb the mountain. Let's go to page 24, number 19. This is a prayer that we say every time, and, and Shabbos we say it. In the bottom of the page, chapter 19, page 24, chapter 19. For the choir master. Psalm by David. The heavens recount the glory of the Almighty. The sky proclaims his handiwork. Day to day speech streams forth. Night to night expresses knowledge. There is no utterance. There are no words. Their voice is inaudible. Their arc extends throughout the world. Their message to the end of the earth. He set in them the heavens, a tent for the sun, which is like the groom coming forth from his bridal canopy, like a strong man rejoicing to run the course. Its rising is at one end of the heavens, and its orbit encompasses the other ends. Nothing is hidden from its heart. Heat. Heat. The Torah of the Lord is perfect, restoring the soul. Now he starts to speak about the Torah. The Torah of the Lord is perfect. Go ahead. Restoring the soul. Restoring the soul means you breathe your life, brings you excitement. The testimony of the Lord is trustworthy, making wise the simple, simpleton. Mm -hmm. The precepts of the Lord are just, rejoice in the heart. 
The command of the Lord is clear, enlightening the eyes. That means to say the precept of the Torah of the Torah are rejoicing. To learn Torah is an enjoyable experience. That's why it's written that during Shiva you're not allowed to learn Torah, only certain things because it brings you joy. Continue. The fear of the Lord is pure, abiding forever. The judgments of the Lord are true. They are all righteous together. They are more desirable than gold, than much fine gold, sweeter than honey or the drippings of honeycomb. Indeed, your servant is scrupulous with them. In observing them, there is an abundant reward. Yet who can discern inadvertent wrong, wrongs? Purge me of hidden sins. Also hold back your servant from willful sins. Let them not prevail over me. Then I will be unblemished and keep myself clean of gross transgression. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable before you, Lord, by strength and my Redeemer. Okay. Now, chapter 20 is a chapter that we say when any time somebody is sick, look in the, in the line there, in the, in the title of the line. If a loved one is, or relative is suffering, right? Mm -hmm. Even in a distant place, one is unable to help, offer this prayer on their behalf. Chapter 20 became the chapter that always Jewish people pray when somebody is sick. Let's read it. For the conductor, a psalm by David. May the Lord answer you on the day of distress. May the name of God, of, the God of Jacob, fortify you. May he send your help from the sanctuary and support you from Zion. May he remember all your offerings and always accept favorably your sacrifices. May he grant your heart's desire and fulfill your every counsel. We will rejoice in your deliverance and raise our banners in the name of our God. May the Lord fulfill all your wishes. Now I know that the Lord has delivered his anointed one, answering him for his holy heavens with the mighty saving power of his right hand. Some rely upon chariots and some upon horses, but we rely upon and invoke the name of the Lord our God. They bend and fall, but we rise and stand firm. Lord, deliver us. May the king answer us on the day we call. Then this is for some, probably because of the beginning of the, in the day of distress, and also because God answers all our prayers. This became traditionally the prayer that we do every time when, we, when, we are, when somebody is, is suffering. Now I want to go to chapter 23, the most famous chapter. <laughs> you ever heard about Nathan Sheransky? Nathan Sheransky was a, was a refusing. It was from the, uh, what is called Asir Tzion. It's called, um, he was, um, he was trying to go to Israel. Right. Yeah, the Fusniks, yeah. Then, uh, and he was, he, he, he was before, before he was arrested, he met his wife. In a, in, and he married his wife before she was, she got the permission to leave Russia. And he was, he said, I'll marry her. And then they will have to, for, they will be forced to give me a, a permit to leave Russia at home. And lo and behold, they were not too impressed by this, <laughs> the Russians. And they put him in jail. A day, a few days before he went to jail, his wife, his fresh, newly bride, gave him a book of Psalms. Fine. When he was in jail, they took away from him the book of Psalms. And he suffered, he was three years in jail. One day, <clears throat> this guys, this man, does they know how to manipulate people? Unbelievable. One day, the 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 jail and walks in. Then one of the guys there tells him, "I have something for you, and I have some bad news for you." 
What's the bad news? Your father died. He said it broke him completely. For two days he was sitting in the, in the cell and he couldn't move. The third day he started to open the book of Psalms and he, he knew already a little Hebrew at the time. He taught himself Hebrew. He started to read it and it gave him some strength. And because it was very small, it was a small book of Psalms, he started to rewrite the book of Psalms to himself in Hebrew, in big, and then in translation in, in Russian. And he says that gave him so much strength. Then, and if, like for 40 days, he was busy with his job. And he found unbelievable amount of strength in this job. Then they took it away from him, this mantras. That he made a strike. He's not going out to work. For every day, they didn't go out to work. They put him in 15 days in, uh, in solitary confinement. And then they came, they, they, and he was like 100 days in solitary confinement. And then he was so sick, he went to the hospital. And then they took him back. And he made another strike. He didn't give up. Eight, another 86 days in, in solitary confinement. And he came back again. And finally, they broke him, he broke them, and they gave him back the book. And he continued to have the books, and until, because it was a very famous refusing, the whole world was speaking about them. And America interfered. I think Reagan was the one who really released them. And when he left, when he was about to leave, it was already reporters with pictures. They, they took away from him the, the, the prayer book, the sounds. That he threw himself on the floor, it was snowing and everything. He said, I'm not leaving until you don't give it to me. That they give it to him, and he bought it. The only thing he brought to Israel was the, was the book of Psalms. That he says that the chapter who gave him strength more than everything was chapter 23. Mm. And he says, um, Hashem Roi, the, the first word in the book of Psalms, gave, in this chapter, gave him the strength. Let's read this, this chapter. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall do nothing. He says, the Lord is my shepherd. This is the word that gave him the most strength. Now, why is the word shepherd such a strong thing? There is a relationship that we have with God as like a king, right? A king in a subject, he doesn't really care too much about you. Do whatever I tell you, finished. Then there is a closer relationship. We are married to God, husband and wife. Anile Dodi Vedodi Li. I'm married to God and God is married to me. That's already a closer relationship. But it's also, they have to love each other. Then there is a parent and a child. It's even stronger. A parent and a child is a natural love. But there is the natural love in the parents of a child relationship. When the baby, when the child is a baby, it's unconditional love. When he's 43 years old, it's a conditional love. If you behave, <laughs> Good, and if not, I'll throw you out of the house. Don't be an idiot, right? What's a shepherd? The, the flock who goes after the shepherd have a hundred percent trust in the shepherd. They know nothing. Whatever the shepherd takes them, they go. That's what he say here. Hashem Roi, God is our shepherd, means that we have no worries whatsoever. We have trust in God. Whatever the shepherd takes me, I go. I don't care for anything. Let's just read this chapter and, and, uh, and we'll continue that. He revives my soul. He directs me in the path of righteousness for the sake of his name. Though I walk in the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. You're he right. called this book, he wrote later a book, a memoirs, he called it, I will fear no evil. 
Lo irara. That's the name of the book. Go ahead. The valley of the shadow of death here is it's it's used for funerals. Yeah, time, it's not, but it's not. It's not, it's not anything with funerals. <laughs> the shadow of death is when we are alive. Exactly. When we are dead, you're there's da- no you're shadow. You're in danger, though. The valley exactly, of the shadow exactly, of death. Exactly. 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 You ride on your staff; they will come for me. You will prepare a table for me before my enemies. You have anointed my head with oil. My cup is full. Only goodness and kindness shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord in Hebrew, all the, uh, the, uh, the goodness and kindness will follow me. It's not written, follow me. Irdefuni. They will pursue me. The good things will run after me. And I will sit in the house of the Lord forever. For many 